foster an environment where people can get into project management and can be successful at it. And the, my reason for doing it, I tell my, my people all the time, is because I'm selfish, right? I need you to be in project management because I'm tired of being by myself. And I need you to be great at it so that you can get these leadership positions and you can, you know, become the director of a PMO or become the vice pre president of a project management organization. And when you have contracts or when you need to fill roles, you can just hire me, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and we can ha start having this this circle of recommendations and, and you know, references. And, and we can, you know, have make everybody win. Like everybody who's in the group can win. But we can only do that if you join the group, you dedicate yourself to like furthering yourself and you get involved. Like I said, you don't need a degree to get in project management. You don't need a certification to get in project management. It helps. It greatly, greatly helps. But you don't need it. And I feel like if we fill that gap and we, you know, work together to hone into our skills, not just project management, but in STEM in general, you know, it's, it's great we got into it, but now we need to be in the positions where we can make decisions and we can influence how, you know, STEM operates or even how corporate America operates, you know, take it to a whole nother level. Yo, plug me in. Welcome to the STEM Plug Podcast, episode eight. We've come a long way, right? So today, I'm so excited today, right? We're really going to dive into the area of project management, particularly IT within project management, right? There's a lot of different areas that you can be into project management, but with the STEM Plug Podcast, we want to dive into IT. So, you know, I couldn't think of another better guest to have than one of my good friends, Candace. And Candace is just such a dope individual. Like she's she's just dope. And the crazy thing is she happens to be a project manager. It's happened to be a project manager. So really just wanted to plug in with Candace. So Candace, how are you how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited. Okay. And I'm very, very happy for you and what you're doing with the STEM plug podcast i've seen a couple episodes listened to a couple episodes i think it's really great work that you, what you're doing and i'm excited that you are having me a part of it so feeling yeah. good i'm excited that you really wanted to to plug in and just share your knowledge of the pro project management field um i really learned a lot from you about like really everything is a project right just kind of introducing candace you know candace has a lot of amazing uh, experience within the project management field, right? She has over 10 years of experience, 10 years of experience, you know, working with really top level companies. I'm talking top level companies, like even companies that support Coachella, right? Yeah. Candace is, is working with them. Yeah. She's doing all of that. So really, let's really plug in, right? How did you really get into project management? How, how did that start? Uh -huh. I love answering this question. So my parents wanted me to go down an engineering STEM path. Uh, they knew it made a lot of money. I knew it made a lot of money too. So that was always kind of the pathway I was on even in high school. Um, however, I was driving home one day, I used to play basketball, I was driving home one day with um, the parent of one of my teammates. 
and we're talking. She's it's our senior year. She's asking this question like, "Oh, what are you gonna do?" And I was like, "I'm gonna try to be an industrial engineer. I just know um, I'm not really sure. I just know my goal is I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year before I'm thirty. And she said, "Oh, well, I just read this news or this magazine article about the PMP, and she said." You know, it's a certification, a project management professional certification. If you get that, they were talking in the article that you're guaranteed $100,000. And at that moment, I was like, oh, there's my career path. I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I told you my goal was I need $100,000 salary before I'm 30. So, and that is how I started down my path. Wow, wow, wow. So, that's amazing. So, what did you study in, in school again? What did you study? <laughs> so these are fun questions. <laughs> like I'm a I'm a dope individual who just happens to be a project manager, okay? Yeah. Um, like I said, my pathway was STEM and mathematics engineering. So got a scholarship at St. Augustine's University, okay, where we both graduated from. Saint okay. Saint so I was there, I was in the engineering mathematics program still had project management on my mind but at that point in time it wasn't a popular field it's a, it's a trending field right now but at that time they didn't have like degree programs and things like that so I knew that I wanted to get in IT but I was going to do project man management some kind of way so come to find out I'm at my alma mater and without getting into all the details didn't really agree with our STEM program um, our STEM departments at that alma mater. So I ended up spinning off creating my own degree at St. Aug. Bet you didn't know that. I did. Hey, yeah. Plug it in. I created my own degree. It's a liberal, liberal studies degree, but it's pr pretty much a create your own degree, design your own degree program. And my program was uh, mathematics and organizational management. So I took mathematics and STEM classes as well as management and leadership classes at St. Aug, and I brought that together and created my degree. So that that was my background. Wow, that's an amazing story. See, you know, here on the STEM Plug Podcast, like I said, we love, you know, just plugging in dope individuals like yourself that really, you know, you had certain experiences and you took those skills and then you kind of seen what can make you successful and you catered those skills, mm -hmm. right? Like I studied biology mm -hmm. in undergrad, but now I'm an um, engineer. So I took the skills that I had and I really, you know, kind of catered those skills, right? Yeah. So I guess going into project management, right, there's a lot of different areas within project management. What particular, particularly made you want to go into IT within project management? Where did that yeah. come from? I'm going to be transparent with you, Rich. Like, we were talking before the podcast, you know, <laughs> I want this to be authentic. I'm, I'm yeah. the authentically me. That's I already told you what my motivation was to get into the field. Okay. I wanted to make $100,000 a year before I was 30. So I am extremely motivated by money. It can be a good or a bad thing, but that was that was a big, big thing for me. And I found that, you know, IT pays a whole lot. And project management, you kind of touched on it, it's something that you do every day. Everybody's a project manager. You just probably never realized it it's all about how you spin it um i always tell people uh, compare it to planning a party uh, like a party coordinator uh it's not necessarily their party but they're responsible for organizing and putting everything together that's what a project management do does you're a glorified organizer 
But I got into IT because it paid a lot of money. And and the project management, like I said, is, is something that I'm already doing. It's something that everyone can do. Everyone has this skill set. You just need to hone it, and you can turn it into um, a whole career field. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. So, yeah, with, with project management, um, you know, I always talk a lot about, you know, um, here on the STEM Plug podcast about collaboration, right, and communication. So how do you really, you know, ensure effective communication with your team, you know, uh, working through collaboration? How do you, I know you work with cross-functional teams within IT, so how yes. do you how do you kind of ensure that? How do you, how, what's your, I guess, uh, go-to for that? That's a great question. So project management is probably 90% communication because uh, a lot of times in project management, you, you have a goal that you're trying to meet, but it's not you doing the work. Everybody else that you're working with is doing the work. You're just trying to make sure they get it done. And the way you do that is by having excellent communication skills. And so I'm dealing with people who are very technical, very IT-focused, maybe coders, developers, server engineers, network engineers. I'm also dealing with, you know, executives who are, you know, also kind of STEM-focused, but they're they're worried about the money. They're worried about the the bigger picture. So I have to figure out ways to reach everyone to make sure we're going to a common goal. And the way I do that is just build relationships with people. Um, you know, you got to tune into is a radio station that everyone uh, likes to promote is WWIFM. What's in it for me? So you tune into that. You meet with your, your, your team members. You know, you figure out what motivates them. Um, is it, you know, praise? Is it recognition? Is it they want to just, they're passionate about their work that they're doing? Is it, you know, they're trying to meet, uh, from an executive level, level, they're trying to meet their KPIs. You know, what motivates them and how can you speak to them in the types of things you're communicating to them for? So it's like, if I need you to do something, I need you to do this because you can get recognized for XYZ, or I need you to do this because it'll meet XYZ KPI. So tuning into that WIFM <laughs> radio station is key. Okay, that's dope. We have an authentic conversation here, right? Yes. Um, so you really just made me think about, you know, everything in life is growth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you've been a project manager now for, for ten years. You have a lot of experience. Yes. So I know everything that you kinda just explained, it it took you probably some years to get there, right? It did. It so kind of just dive into like, you know, things that might have happened to you in the workplace or a different maybe conflicts that you maybe had to resolve in the past that you look like, wow, I really growed from this area have you had any instincts like that oh yeah all the time all the time you don't have to say no names or anything but everybody on blast this is the going viral site oh Candace was talking about me I'm to get fired no I'm gonna try I'm gonna try not to but you know it's there's challenges all the time right this is the authentic conversation um I was in a field that is was not as popular as it is today. It was heavily male-dominated, white male-dominated, and I am a young black female trying to break into this field of project management, much less IT. And so there was a lot of challenges. Um, there were a lot of times, especially I would say I've been discriminated against the most because of my age, which is funny because that's, that's something that's not talked about a whole lot. But when I was getting started, you know, I, I feel like I'm pretty 
decent as, as what I do, and I'm a quick learner. And so I was trying to get get jobs and even on the job, you know, do certain things, but I wasn't allowed certain opportunities because people felt I was too young or they felt intimidated because they were much older than me and I'm doing the same work as them. Those are the challenges, but I told you I'd be going. <laughs> you asked me how did I overcome them. Yeah. I mean, I had to just build confidence, build tough skin. And like I told you, I'm a dope individual who happens to be a project manager. So there's other things I do outside of project management. And one thing that I do that help, has helped me a lot in my career was refereeing basketball. So I'm a basketball referee. And in that, you're put on the stage. You are the ultimate decision maker. Everybody in that gym is going to have an opinion about every single call that you make. Some, some are going to like it, some are not. People are going to yell. Coaches are going to yell. And you have to learn how to keep your composure and still maintain confidence. Even if I called the wrong call, even the ball is off on, uh, out of bounds on somebody else, yeah. and I called it blue, it's supposed to be white, confidently, blue, it's going to be blue ball. <laughs> and so, you know, it taught me you got to stand strong. You got to build confidence even if you're not sure of yourself. Yeah. And I, that translated to the workplace. So when I was feeling like I was discriminated against because I was being young, I was young, you know, I just held my confidence and and stood strong and stuck with project management. I didn't give up. I didn't feel discouraged. You know, I just kept persevering, and and that helped me grow through my career. No, nah, that's dope. That's dope. I, I love that you just shared that about you being a basketball coach, and it really just kind of helped you in your career. Like, I know I can talk about me, particularly, like, you know, I've been a mentor uh, with our first robotics team, the Cyber Bears in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, Bears. But uh, that's really helped me a lot, right, being a mentor, and being able to, you know, you know, you think you might have skills or something, but then once you're teaching kids and different stuff, you're like, oh, dang, did I, do I yes. really know this or yes. something like that? Yeah. Uh, so being able to take that experience and uh, turn that into, you know, into your career skills, that's that's dope. Yeah. And I'm going to go off topic for a little bit, but I think <laughs> I think that's an important thing to hone in on. People get so caught up in career. Right. And I know I was a victim of that early on. Um, I told you, <laughs> my whole thing was, oh, PMP, I went $100,000 before 30. And I was so driven and focused on like, okay, I need a career, I need to do internships, which is all great, but I kind of lost sight of, okay, who is who am I? Who is Candace? And that's why on my tagline, I lead with, I'm a dope individual first. I'm an individual first. My career does not define me. You know, everything about me defines me. The career is just part of it. The career is just how I'm, I'm getting to the guac. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I mean, I can love it. I can be passionate about it. I love Project Management. I'm very passionate about it. I enjoy what I do, but that's not who I am. Yeah. It's a difference. Nah, that's that's dope. So I, I guess that leads me to another question. Like you said, you are a dope individual that just happens to do Project Management, right? Mm -hmm. So what would you say are some of the common, you know, misconceptions about Project Management? Like you said, it's kind of becoming so popular now. Yes. Everybody uh, wants to get into project management. Oh, I could work from home and do project management. Right. What, what, what are the misconceptions that, you know, plug us in on that? Yeah, I'm going to try to take this a couple of different ways. You got to keep me on topic. All right. So the first misconception is you do not need a degree to do project management. Um, unlike some other kind of career fields, you, you do not have to have a degree to do project management. You may need a degree to work for a certain company, but to actually be a project manager, you don't need one. That's number one. 
Number two, you don't need a certification to do project management. A lot of people think that they need to go out and get these certifications, the project management professional certification or the, the CAPM, the certified associate project management certification. You don't need those. They help you. They help you get noticed by recruiters and your resumes and everything, but you can be a project manager without it. Third misconception, like you said, everybody thinks that you're just going to come in and work remote from home and, you know, just hit the mouse jiggler every once in a while. Like, look, I, I made my work look easy, but I do work. Like, it is, it is a lot of work to coordinate people. You are a person who coordinates and organizes adults. Imagine how that is with kids. For people who have children, you got, you know, events that you're playing, you got soccer game, and you're the soccer mom of the team, and you got to organize everybody to make sure everyone gets on time, get the snacks and all that kind of stuff. That type of work that you're doing is project management. That game is a project, and that type of coordination is the same type of coordination you have um, on the job. So it's not just, oh, I'm going to put up my computer and just mouse wriggler and join a couple meetings like no you still to especially to be good at it you know to be uh recognized and you know considered considered a senior project manager you, you have to do the work yeah. yeah so those are i think some of the bigger misconceptions yeah and it sounds like you have that tough skin as well as i guess you have to put your foot down right from yeah. time to time like you gotta let yeah. people know like look you got it you got to get this project done, right? Yeah. How do you really measure project success to make sure that, you know, your projects kind of align with the, the goals of the you know particular business you might be supporting? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so there there are kind of defined metrics, right? When you start a project, you go through the process to define that success criteria at the very start. Well, you should. Not all projects do, but best practice is to have success criteria. So is it, you know, we're completing on time, on budget, uh, we're deploying however many workstations or, you know, however many servers, um, everything is functioning as expected. All, it passed all of the, the functional tests, the user acceptance tests. You know, you set your criteria um, in the beginning for, like, for the business or for that, those project specifications. Outside of that, the way I feel when I feel that my project has been successful is when everyone has a clear understanding of what we did. Like I feel like a lot of times in the workplace, we, we do all these different things, all these different tasks, and nobody ever knows why. Like we're just, you know, going throughout our day. And before we know it, it's like, you know, two months, a year later and we've been working on this project and I don't even know how it even relates to the company anymore you know I'm just I'm just attending my status meetings I'm just doing my reports like I'm doing my timesheet you know at the end of the project my really successful projects you know it's something that made an impact on the company even even if it was minor but everyone understood what what we did what goal we achieved and there was just, you know, everyone had these endorf endorphins that the project was done. Yeah. So that, to me, is a successful project. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. You, you brought up a good point. Myself, I'm always just plugging in about, like, how I'm, I'm always just looking to educate myself in certain areas, just, you know, coning in on my skills and stuff. So how do you really stay updated with the latest developments and, like, best practice in IT project management? Do you have a specific go-to? How do you uh, stay up to date? Because I know it's a lot of 
emerging trends and different things that's happening. So how do you stay up to date? When you are a certified project manager, I said you don't have to be a, a certified project manager to do it. But if you get your certification, you get your project management professional certification, you do have to do continuing education credits um, called PDUs to make sure you maintain your certification. So that is supposed to promote you getting that continuing education, being able to keep learning and growing. But I find that not a lot of tangible places where you can get continuing education uh i don't know if i can explain in that right like it'll teach you you can do the pdus for the concepts of project management but how do i communicate better with my team how do i ta track tasks better um i haven't seen that and maybe somebody out there has <laughs> and you have it you know feel free to send it to me you can follow me at <laughs> candace margo on all social media platforms, yeah. C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-A-R-G-A-U-X. It's a French spelling. If you have some some platforms and some go-tos, please send them to me. But I haven't really seen that. Um, so what I do in the meantime is, you know, just lean on other project managers. I lean on people that I work with that I've seen do things very well, uh, people that have been recognized in my organizations or past organizations. I do have a, a collection or a cohort of coworkers that I, I don't know if I consider them mentors, but, you know, that have been doing very well in the field as well. And I'll ask them questions, you know, maybe adopt some of their practices that they're doing. So it's kind of like a, a group learning exercise right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, nah, that's, that's dope. That kind of like, I'm heavy on um, just innovation and kind of, you know, how my name form, right? Rich Devated. Innovated. my name and, and innovated together um and i and i feel kind of just like what you were saying like especially i could kind of speak for me the same way like i'm the youngest person on my team um and a lot of people have you know certain ways of doing things yeah. right yeah and they they kind of that creativity and um that innovation is is lost yes um do you feel like you foster that with your team though of just being creative being innovative i do i do but like you said there's a lot of times, you know, being the youngest, you know, I'm working with people. Well, I'm a little older now. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. But when I first started, I was working with people who were like twice my age. You know, people who have grandchildren. And we're talking about their grandkids, recitals and things like that. And I'm, you know, coming home, partying from Miami. <laughs> last weekend, like, what you do this weekend? <laughs> I hung out with some friends. I was hungover. <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's a whole different different dynamic yes i do propose those types of things but you know sometimes they implement them sometimes they can't even understand the concepts right like uh you know a lot of the technology now um teams like slack all of that is kind of social media formatted now like you can follow people you can follow documentations even sharepoint like you can follow blog posts and all that kind of stuff you know there's the people in the workplace are social media is not that's not their generation it is a challenge and i don't remember what your original question is and <laughs> <laughs> you answered it you answered it I, just talking about you know really as you as a project manager right you have that that pool and people you know follow you or listen to you just so are you looking to really you know create that culture of innovation promoting people to be innovative and not just doing the same task that we've been doing the same way for the last 20 25 years like you know we looking to scale 
yeah, we working with these big companies and different stuff like that. And you're looking to scale. Okay, you need to, you know, innovate in a different way. How can we maybe implement AI in these different tasks? Right, stuff right. like that. So Yeah. So I'm a I'm a steer it a little bit. <laughs> and that's introducing those ideas are important, but I think it's also important for us as young people and minorities and all these other different categories get into these roles and take on leadership positions because at the team level, right, we can have all of these ideas, but who gets to decide if it gets implemented at the company level? The executives, the VPs, the senior VPs, you know, all of the team leaders, even your manager of your team is going to really have the ultimate decision of how your team operates. So I feel like there's a gap in us as young people or us um, who have these great ideas, not even young people, just people who have great ideas, you know, we're at the, the worker bee level. You know, there's nothing wrong with being the worker bee level. Worker bee level, you know, yeah, STEM. Worker bee level gives you some a little bit of a change. However, to really impact and make decisions and make change in the workplace, we need to take on these leadership positions. And what I'm doing myself is I'm hosting a group I know we're probably going to talk about it later, but I'm talking about yeah, it later. Yeah. But I'm hosting a group. It's called the No Name Get Money Project Management Group. We, that's our name for right now. We're going to see. Yeah, we, no, I, uh, I I love it. I love it. That yeah. That's actually what I wanted to. we thinking on the same core. I yeah, wanted yeah. to really plug into that, right? Yeah. The so, No Name Get Money Group, right? No Name Get Money Project Management Group. And really what I'm trying to do with that group is to foster an environment where people can get into project management and can be successful at it. And the, my reason for doing it, I tell my, my people all the time, is because I'm selfish, right? I need you to be in project management because I'm tired of being by myself and I need you to be great at it so that you can get these leadership positions and you can you know, become the director of a PMO or become the vice pre president of a project management organization. And when you have contracts or when you need to fill roles, you can just hire me. You know, um, and we can ha start having this this circle of recommendations and and, you know, references and, and we can, you know, have make everybody win. Like everybody who's in the group can win. But we can only do that if you join the group, you dedicate yourself to like furthering yourself and you get involved. Like I said, you don't need a degree to get in project management. You don't need a certification to get in project management. It helps. It greatly, greatly helps but you don't need it. And I feel like if we fill that gap and we, you know, work together to hone into our skills, not just project management, but in STEM in general, you know, it's, it's great we got into it, but now we need to be in the positions where we can make decisions and we can influence how, you know, STEM operates or even how corporate America operates, you know, take it to a whole nother level. But mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's, get out that's dope. You <laughs> plugging it in. No name, get money group, right? No name, so, get money group. So is this particularly just for like the IT industry within project management or is it any area? Any area, any okay. area. We have people, I'm biased for IT. As I'm, I'm a biased. Um, I feel like IT is a great field to get into because literally every company in the world has an IT department. Every single company. There will always be an IT project. Name a company. Name a company? Stem plug. Stem plug. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even nobody but Moz. 
got me. I'm the engineer. And we got engineers on the podcast. I'll put yeah. it for in the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Right <laughs> I see. This podcast, everything is we're working on, you know, requires some kind of circuit, some kind of network, everything. Yeah. You know, IT. So but so I'm biased on IT project management because it's so broad. There's always a way to get into it. But there we have people in our group that are trying to do healthcare project management. So you can work for like a hospital or you can work for a lab uh, working on projects there. Uh, we have some people who are going to try to do construction project management and real estate project management. Uh, we have people who do marketing project management, so work on marketing projects. So uh, project management, you can do it in, in any field. And we do have people, part of that group, who are interested in those types of things. But again, I'm biased on IT. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I feel you. So, so I'm, okay. So I'm interested in a no-name get money group, right? What tools and resources are you going to really provide to individuals? Our listeners, we have listeners that's going to plug in yes. to this uh, this course, right? Yeah. So what, what what tools and resources can I expect to get? Yeah, so I am hosting monthly meetups. Uh, so I'm hosting monthly meetups where we get together, kind of talked about it a little earlier, but I'm hosting monthly project management meetup where we can network and learn from each other kind of how you were saying how do you foster that uh forever learning in the in the industry this is a, a tool to do that and part of those meetups i like to have a speaker so that everyone is not walking around looking awkward you know trying to network and trying to start up the conversation for nothing but i have a speaker and who touches on different topics um so one speaker i had was a, a a former group, well, not former, but a group member that I work with um, to get into project management. He talked about how he went from education to project management. Um, this month coming up, we're going to have a recruiter come in, talk about the job industry and the outlook of project management. Last month, I actually led the group and I talked about doing independent contracting in project management. So a lot of different topics. Uh, so that's one avenue our monthly PM meetup groups we have. Um, I also offer services, resume review and editing services, uh, mock interview services to help you on your journey to get into project management. If you are interested in getting the certification, specifically the project management professional certification, I do host a study group. It's a 12-week study group where we are going to take a prep course to give you your contact hours as well as study together to help you prepare for the test. Also, I would help you apply for the test. When you do that certification, you do have to submit an application. So I basically walk with you, coach you through that whole process so that you can get your PMP. Also offer job placement services. So that's the bug uh, right there. Yeah, okay. So I also Let's talk about with it. the job placement, um, I offer everything I just talked about, the resume writing, the PMP study group as well as pretty much a hotline. Like I am your background, backbone for a project management job. Like you're getting into the industry. Like we talked about a little earlier, like how did, how was I successful? I had that confidence. I had to build that confidence. So you're get, going in there. You may not have that confidence. I can be there with you, assisting you, making sure that you are prepared for your interviews, kind of coaching you through your interviews. Uh, when you're on the job, you're little, antsy or don't really understand the first the concepts the first you know a couple months that you're there i'm there to assist you and we talk through it we work through it um help you with te develop templates 
to do your project management duties uh, if you need them. So pretty much just uh, I'm your concierge, your project management concierge in that in that package. So. Wow, wow. See, I, I see why you call yourself a, a dope individual that just happens to do projects. Just happens Because you're plugging in a lot of areas. You got me, like, once we get off this podcast, I want to sign up. Yeah. So everyone listening, make sure that you really plug in to Candace's, you know, content and education. You don't want to miss this. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. with that being said, right, we dove into a lot, right? What do you really want as we, you know, we dove in a lot to project management, your career, different struggles. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for your your legacy to be as an individual? We're not even going to say project manager. Yeah. We're talking about project management, right? But what do you want your legacy to be um, as an individual? That's, that is a great question. And that wasn't on the list. <laughs> I'm going to just say, but that's okay. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, it was, it was, that's a good question. What do I want my legacy to be? Yeah. For me, actually, honestly, I feel like my legacy, what I want my legacy to be is I left it all behind. I have a tattoo. I have a tattoo. It's a, it's a heart inside a feather. And it's, um, it's a representation of the goddess Ma. And Ma, she at the, she's at the ge- the gates of heaven. And she weighs your heart against the weight of a feather. And if your heart is lighter than a feather, you're without, you're free from sin. You're without sin. You can enter heaven. So I kind of manipulated that meaning to me to say that whenever I leave this earth, I left it all behind on earth. I did everything I wanted to do. I have no regrets. I, you know, if it was something that was in front of me, I tried. I did my best. I left it all here. And I feel like that's what I want my my legacy to be. Like, when when it's time for me to go, I wanna I wanna go saying like, yeah, it's time. I I did the thing, I did the darn thing. I don't know if I cuss on here, but I did the darn thing, you know. And you know, I'm I'm free. I can float float away. So I would say I think that's what I want my legacy to be. No, no, that's that's legendary. Well, this has been a legendary podcast. I appreciate you plugging in everything about project management yes. and also just you as a dope individual you really educated me and i feel like you educated all of our listeners yes. so make sure that you plug into the no name get money group and finally i just want you to just plug in all your social medias for us how can everyone yes. get in touch with you we gotta you know make sure we plug into all this you know yes, content yes, so how can, can they plug in yes you can follow me on instagram and tiktok i have a, a tiktok I don't okay. do any dances, so. Okay. Uh, Project management dance. No, no, make more yet. No, no, I gotta get a, like, <laughs> do a little money dance. <laughs> Candace at Candace Margo, C A N D A C E, M A R G A U X. Margo like Bordeaux, very French spelling. You can follow me there. You can also add me on LinkedIn. Same thing, Candace Margo, C A N D A C E M A R G A U X. Register. For our meetups, uh, the links are projects.eventbrite.com. That link will never change, but it'll be a different meetup every month. And because I'm so happy to be here, and I'm thankful that you brought me here, uh, Rich, I'm going to give a promo code for all of your listeners um, to 
plug in and get a resume free resume review session from me. Promo code is STEM plug. S T E M P L U G STEM plug one word. Plug that in on the website, candace3.podia.com. You can get to that website from my social media too. But anyway, go to the website, plug that in. You get a free resume review session on me because of the STEM plug podcast. It's just a great podcast. So I'm offering that to you guys so that you can be plugged in with me in project management. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Well, we appreciate you plugging in Candace, who is a dope individual. You just happen to be a project manager. I just happen to be a project. This is episode eight. We appreciate y'all for plugging in. Make sure you subscribe, like on YouTube. Keep plugging in. Yes. <laughs>